Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, Kathy. Uh, how are you doing this morning? It's Monday. Good morning. Great to see you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so we're excited, uh, excited to start a new week about uh, continuing our discussion of discerning God's will. Um, I know that you're uh, actually... Uh, uh, as people know, we taped these a little bit ahead of time. You're you're headed down to uh, Maryland, and you're gonna see your is it your daughter, right? Uh, no, actually. So we're going down. We'll we'll see Dan's mom when we're down there, and Anna is coming with us though. Okay. And we'll catch up. Josh and Emily live only about an hour and a half from where we're going, so yeah. they're gonna meet us at at Dan's mom's house. And um, we are meeting up with old college friends and all of us are going to celebrate, um, not celebrate, but commemorate September 11th at the Air Force Navy game together. So that will be a great time. Yeah, really looking forward to it. Are they going to have... uh, jets flying, you know, over the stadium. I am sure they will. They have all kinds of, you know, they have a, an entire weekend of activities planned in commemoration of September 11th. And so we'll go to the Association of Graduates tailgate, and then I'm sure the pregame will will have some good flybys, no doubt, yeah. and that sort of thing, yeah. and and we're, hopefully some beefed up security as well. <laughs> <laughs> Where we live in uh, Colorado. Um, we, uh, you know, a couple of things we get, we get to go to uh, Bronco games um, and they mm-hmm. have most of the time they have the uh, Air Force uh, five, five jets fly over the stadium. Do they really? Uh, and it's, it's nothing back magnificent, but because of where we live, uh, we're halfway between Denver and Colorado Springs, mm-hmm. which is where the Air Force Academy takes off. Right. Right. So um, when they do that, and they go out and practice sometimes, mm-hmm. um, they fly right over our house. Oh, that's so, so fun. So we can hear them. Um, and it's kind of fun because you can hear them quite a ways before they get there. Um, oh, yeah. So it's like, hey, they're coming. You know, let's go out. Let's go outside and, and right, look, look for right. them. You know? and, and it's magnificent, you know, to see it. Um, and... Uh, uh, it's fun to see those jets. And then one time, uh, Linda and I actually, we were driving uh, in uh, in the kind of the rural place of Colorado, not too far from our house. Mm-hmm. And um, we hear this roar behind us. Mm-hmm. And it was different than the jets that we've ever experienced. So it was a, right. it was a, it was a, a roar. And it, we looked at each other like, what's that? Know, what is that? And then all of a sudden, uh, flying right over us, I bet not more than um, probably a thousand feet above us was a uh, stealth bomber. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, and it, it, it was unbelievably fast and it was really loud. Uh, That's amazing. Uh, of what it, and it was like, hey, look at that. <laughs> 
That's yeah. a, have that's you a ever? That's a, have you ever gone down to one of the academy games? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I was gonna say because you, your boys would, your grandkids would love to go down and see that because they do open every game with amazing flybys and they have you know the live falcon mascot and they do all these tricks with them flying yeah, around yeah. and you know and then they have you know parachuters jump in and land in the middle of the field and it's impressive it's yeah. the whole thing honestly i enjoy the pregame as much as the game yeah, it's just a lot right. of fun just yeah, a right. lot of fun that's right the entertainment is fun yeah so it's uh, oh it's, yeah it's always fun to uh you know see the the incredible uh, jets and their and what oh, they can yeah. do and and how amazing they are and it's always fun to me to see them in formation mm-hmm. where they're pretty close to each other. Uh, oh yeah, you know and like how do they how do they do that without wrecking? Right, each other? You know, it's, right. It's remar- They must be remarkably skilled, incredibly uh, talented. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I guess because of the forces, uh, the speed and etc., that they have to really learn how to uh, function. Uh, mm-hmm. because, um, normally, you know, if you and I went up in one of those, we would have a hard time concentrating, right? Uh, right. You know, and they've got to be able to concentrate. So it's, it's really a, a great gift, you know, that they've got, uh, well, we've been talking about, uh, God's will, uh, and understanding how we discern it. We've gone through, uh, a series of understanding about, uh, you know, we go to Logos, what does the word have to say? Um, then we, we work at make sure we surrender our will to his mm-hmm. so that we can hear. And then we've moved into a discussion of the fact that it now becomes uh, personal, specific, uh, unique to us so that um, as we try to set this up, and scripture supports this completely, um, I urge Christians not to look at God's will as what I call uh, kind of principled or generic. And that is mm. that, well, um, I'm supposed to work really hard at doing the best I can to follow what I believe are the principles or the generic truths of Scripture. Mm-hmm. Which then means that, well, you, you have an overview but then it's up to you to figure it out. Right. And so, I mean, and really in that yeah. you're, you're missing part of it, yeah. right? Because yeah. the, the overview is a beautiful gift that he has given us. And that is a plumb line yet the, in, in the intimacy, he gives us the details as well when we're willing to walk with him into it. Yeah. And there's two things uh, that uh, we can help understand that uh, one is if, uh, and this is where a lot of people get in trouble, and I've done this personally myself, is that, well, as far as I know, I'm supposed to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happens is that I've just moved from following God's will. By definition, I'm following my own will. Mm. Why? Well, because I put the burden on me. Right. Uh, well, I have to figure this out. And by me figuring it out, I'm going to go do, uh, and this could this could be even something simple out of a out of a pure heart. So, uh, I think I've shared this that you know I deal with a lot of business executives, and one of the issues they have is uh, pornography, um, and they they are trying. They know I'm mm-hmm. not supposed to do this, 
Right. Um, I got to do something different. Uh, and they try and they try and they try. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to manage it. I'm going to, I'm going to operate. Uh, and what happens is they can't get there. Mm-hmm. And really what, what they wind up with is, is two really uh, uh, oppressive things. One, I guess this is it. I'm never going to get this resolved. Mm. And I'm going to have to live with this awful situation. And two is with all of my desire to change it, I, I, I am guilty. I live in the guilt. I can't do it. And it must be me. Mm-hmm. Um, well, God says I have a will for that. And you're going to have to walk with me and let me do the work, which is specific to you. So that anytime we would say, well, yeah, the specifics, I can't get that from God. I've got to do that. By definition, you've just gone to your own will and you haven't surrendered your will to God, mm. which is an interesting thing. Uh, and really what you're talking about, too, is learning to ask further questions. Yeah. I think we just we stop short. That's what it is. It's not that we don't want to know, but we stop short and, and assume that we can't get further in the questioning with him and that he doesn't want that. Yeah. Or that, you know? or that he doesn't give us specifics, uh, right. unique to me and, and he does. And then secondly, is that we have the example of Jesus and he makes a statement many times, uh, John chapter five, John chapter eight, uh, John four thirty four, John six thirty eight. Uh, I've only come to mm-hmm. do the will of the Father. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't do anything unless the Father speaks it to me. Um, everything I do, every decision I make, every step I take, every action I take is specific to today mm-hmm. as I'm being led by God. And that's why he keeps telling us, because I'm living in you through the Holy Spirit, you can be in that same spot. Mm-hmm. And you can walk specifically into God's will. So um, we've talked about that God's will is uh, starts with logos, uh, but it, it has to be applied on a personal level. Okay, mm-hmm. now what would you have me do to understand what you're going to do, what you want me to do, where you want me to walk, how you want me to step? And we talked about the fact that um, it's progressive, Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's based upon the truth. We have a heart to know the truth. And we keep asking for the truth. What do we know? What do we know? And do we understand it? Uh, mm-hmm. Well, uh, we said the privilege of that is we get to go in the throne room. Right. Because he, uh, you know, uh, paved the way through his blood sacrifice. You can now enter with boldness and confidence. There's no other condition other than a, a heart to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to solve anything. You don't have to fix anything. Just come on in. I've opened the door for everybody. Come on in with boldness, confidence, and let's dialogue. Now, by the way, mm-hmm. there is a, a simple condition. Are you willing to surrender your will to mine? Right. Because, see, if I, if I say no, or I, I say yes, but I really don't, I don't wind up in the throne room because I'm actually not there to hear God. Um, right. I'm telling God what I want. And by definition, I'm not with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he said that, yeah, there's a condition. Come in with a heart. And by the way, your heart doesn't even have to be completely surrendered. 
You just have a heart, have a willingness to be willing. Right. Um, <laughs> because I'll, he'll even bring you to surrender. I'll do that too. Um, yeah. well, well, let's talk about that. Why are you struggling? And what Linda and I say to each other, uh, are you neutral? Mm -hmm. Are you surrendered? Are you neutral? Uh, I know you have a position. I know you have a preference. But as we're seeking God's will, are you neutral? And mm -hmm. if the answer, which the answer can be for me or for Linda, eh, not really. Um, okay, well then go to the throne room mm -hmm. and process that with God to have him move you to neutrality as he deals with the issue in your heart as to why it's, it's, a, it's a difficult for you. Mm -hmm. And see, the beauty of that is, and this is what's cool, no, I'm not surrendered. No, mm -hmm. I'm not neutral, but I'm willing to be. Right. So right. I'm, I'm going to go to him and let him walk me through to get me to that surrender. Mm -hmm. to that neutrality. Um, and so, you know, we do. And so he said, want Martian in the throne room. Uh, he said, talk to me with that authentic heart. Don't throw away the opportunity uh, in verse uh, 35. Um, in a sense, I'm paying you. It's going to reward mm -hmm. you to come. Okay, so he says, now, by the way, um, uh, I want to reveal to you the truth about what's going to happen in the throne room. Well, we'll read verses uh, Hebrews 10. Uh, read verses uh, 38 through 11, chapter 3, or uh, chapter 11, verse 3. But my righteous shall live by faith, and if he shrinks back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who have faith and preserve their souls. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. For it is by the people of old for, for by it, the people of old received their, con their commendation. By faith, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. Yeah. So um, uh, he says, uh, by the way, your walk with me is going to be a walk of faith, mm -hmm. not by sight. Okay, now let's just take that in a simple form. Everybody tends to walk by sight. Right. Uh, why? It's easy. Um, well, I observe what I see, what mm -hmm. I understand. I use my logic. I compare, you know, uh, I think this is a good way to go. I do my pros and cons and I evaluate. And mm -hmm. this is a good decision, I think. Um, as far as I can see, this is the best way to go. Um, or, by the way, you could even be in a place where you kind of know because of your heart or struggle or conflict or anger or frustration, I don't even care. Right. I'm just going to do this and, you know, I'm, I'm going to argue, debate with my wife and I don't care because I'm mad. Um, there's not even a thought that I think this is a great thing to do. Right. I'm just, I'm just doing it. Uh, <laughs> uh, and he says, well... Where I'm heading, heading each of us, by definition, if I'm going to walk with him step by step specifically, <clears throat> it's, it's by faith. Okay, what does mm -hmm. that mean? Well, he defines it. Uh, he says it's the certainty of things not seen. Mm -hmm. Okay, now there, there's two words that are really critical. Uh, is, in other words, um, I can't rely on, on 
things I see because that's not what faith is about. It's uncertainty of something that I can't see. Mm -hmm. uh, and the word certain is that you know that you know that you know. It's absolute. Got it. I'm certain. Um, so that uh, as you right now, you're, you're, uh, we talked about you're getting prepared to go down to the uh, game with your, uh, mm -hmm. see your, uh, take your daughter with you and see your son and his wife. Um, well, at the moment, next Saturday, where are you going to be? Oh, at the game. You'll be at the game. Uh, yeah. you're, you're certain uh, you're going to be at the game. Uh, now, have, are you at the game? You're not at the game yet? No. <laughs> um, you're going on faith. Why, why, what, on what basis are you going? It's because uh, Dan, your husband, said, um, I've arranged for the tickets. I've, you've plotted out the, the, the drive. We're going to get in the car and we're going to drive there when? Mm -hmm. Well, tomorrow. And so what are you certain of? Well, we're certain of what we've heard. Right. Um, and, and you're going to act accordingly. So you're not thinking today, I, w I wonder if Dan's actually going to go. Right. I wonder if Dan's really going to go. Is he, has he really got the tickets? Um, are we, are we going to be able to drive down? Um, mm -hmm. uh, are we sure? Are we sure? Dan, are you ready? Are you sure? You know, and every 20 minutes, you're not going to call Dan and say, Dan, are we gone? Dan, right. are, we, are we gone? Dan, are we going to go? Uh, well, you're certain because of the credibility of Dan. Yeah, we're gone. Why? Well, because he said right. so. Because he said so. He spoke it. Um, secondly, what you don't do is talk yourself out of it. Mm. Yeah, you know what? I don't, I don't, I don't think he's going to have tickets to the game. Um, I don't, I don't think it's going to work. I think it's going to be too difficult. Uh, you know what? I think it'd be better if we don't go. You know what? I'm not going. Mm -hmm. um, because you didn't have trust in what Dan said, and you talked, right. you talked yourself out of it. Uh, so, and he defines it in verse three of of Hebrews eleven. The world was created how. Out of things he spoke, the he word spoke. of God. He said, see, your circumstances are subordinated to me speaking. Mm -hmm. He says, what you'll be certain of is what I say. Okay, now, this is where it has to get specific. So, for example, uh, if you look at, at the principle or the, what I call the generic, I've got an issue. Um, I've mm -hmm. got a decision. I've got uh, a, a problem with, let's say, my finances. Uh, well, the Bible says God will be your provider. And you can say, okay, um, well, I pray and hope that God will be my provider. So God, would you provide? Mm -hmm. And then, interesting enough, we go to um, walking by sight. Mm-hmm. I hope the Bible does say he'll be my provider. I hope that's true. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pray, God, would, would you? And now I'm just going to wait and see what happens. And mm -hmm. it's, called, it's called Christian fatalism. Uh, now, usually what happens is it, it isn't fulfilled 
And the issue then, I say, I guess his answer was not, he's not gonna provide for me or get me out of this pickle or help, help me with this financial situation. I guess his answer is no. Mm. How? Well, you determined it by circumstance. Right. Um, and you weren't certain of anything, by the way. Um, it's just, well, I, I got to see what happens. Well, because you took, you took a principle and then you just uh, uh, prayed and said, God, would you? But I'm not sure it's really going to happen. I guess right. I'll have to see what happens. And what you're describing to me, though, it sounds like it's really just not going far enough because the it starts with that principle and him speaking that. Yeah. But it just doesn't end there. Yes. It's, you know, we believe, okay, he has spoken this. It's in his word. This is true. Now, you know, and now what, Father? Now what, Father? And continuing to press in, you know, I think I shared with you before our family word for the year, um, this year has been asked mm -hmm. and, and it's been something that as a family, we're trying to really do a better job of asking God more questions and more detailed questions and to take us further in different things. Um, and it's, it's a journey. It takes some practice. Um, and it is not what we have been taught our entire lives, you know? Right. And so it, it definitely takes some diligence and, um, but it's fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. And the example, um, you know, that we have is, uh, uh, you know, look at, uh, Joshua, you know, when he was taken mm -hmm. and, and uh, I'm going to take you to the promised land. Uh, God made a statement. I'm going to give you the promised land. By the way, he had made mm -hmm. it 40 years earlier. Right. To the same, uh, you know, uh, relatives. Uh, they're all dead now, by the way, but uh, he said, I'll take you to the promised land. And they said, we're not willing to go. He said, okay, you're not going to experience right. it. I gave you the promise, but you're not willing to go. Uh, so he comes along to Joshua and says, I offer you the same promise. I will deliver to you the promised land. Uh, it's mm -hmm. a land of milk and honey, houses, wells, uh, livestock, uh, great pr produce. Uh, you're going to have a great time. And by the way, uh, you're going to have great peace uh, with every nation around you because I'm going to protect you, the covenant. Okay, Joshua, see, so could have said, I heard that principle. Mm -hmm. I heard that generic truth. Okay, great. God, would you go do that? Mm -hmm. And when you do, let me know. And, I, and let's see if it happens or not. Right. And that's how most believers look at God's will is... Well, okay, that's nice. Um, let's see if it happens. And I'm going to pray that it happens. And, and God said, well, in order for you to fulfill this, your, my will for you, you have to possess it. Mm -hmm. You have to walk with me step by step by step until you fulfill and are in the right place for me to do what I'm going to do mm -hmm. to give it to you and is specific to you. And the specifics for him were city by city and, and, mm -hmm. and how each city was And even the how. And the how. Because, you know, one was seven laps around and the next one totally different. Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah. it wasn't um, go ahead and good luck and try to make this all work yourself. It's no, you follow me. I have a specific step-by-step, city-by-city, process-by-process will as things come up, even things that don't happen according to my will. Like, for example, mm -hmm. uh, they go to Jericho. 
they, they fulfill that uh, successfully. They march around the city seven times, the walls fall in, mm -hmm. they conquer uh, Jericho. They go to the next one, uh, and oh, I can, we can handle this, we'll go take care of this one, and they get routed. God, they come back and Jeremiah or, uh, Joshua says, hey, what happened? Well, two things. One, uh, you forgot to ask me. <laughs> right. Uh, what is my will for this particular city? And you didn't ask me. So you can't assume, because I've said I'm giving it to you, that the next step is automatic and you can just mm -hmm. go do what you want. You just stepped out of my will. And number two, he said, you had something happen. I didn't plan for that, per se. I, I mean, I knew it was going to happen, but I didn't, I didn't purpose it. Mm -hmm. But you have sin in the camp. Mm -hmm. Because you have sin in the camp that cropped up, wasn't my will. I told you not to do it. Somebody did. Now that something cropped up, we got to deal with that. And my right. will is for you to go deal with that, and then we can go forward. Uh, why? Well, there's a new some, something that happened. Mm -hmm. And so as we walk down the path, see, it's not a, we got to keep thinking it's not a blueprint that is absolute and everything is set and it's going to happen exactly that way. We're dealing in a wicked world with self-centered people. With, and free will in and, the midst of it. And free will and, and new things that happen. Mm -hmm. And we have to say, okay, now that this happened, what would you say now? Well, let me give you my specific will at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll show you uh, the way. So that it is specific. Uh, and, mm -hmm. it, and it is, and it, we have to receive it as specific. And like you say, don't stop short. Right. And say, well, well I can't get there. Or, or I, I, need, I need to have it happen faster. And God says, well... <laughs> Just walk with me and I'll give you the answers specifically to you. And it's right. true. Now, even as we're having this conversation, I can already hear people in the audience <laughs> that are listening saying, okay, I understand that. And now they're paralyzed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so can you talk to that a little bit, how you walk that line of asking and seeking and following literally the dancing with God and just following as he leads without becoming so paralyzed and paranoid. And I've got to ask every 20 seconds. How, how do you do that? How do you ask enough without over asking? How, you know, I, yeah. I can hear the questions in my mind right now yeah. of people listening. So if you can address that a little bit, I think that'd be helpful for listeners or maybe even give an example of, of just, you know, literally how God is something that you and Linda faced that you were asking and he gave you the big thing. And then you went to the next question and how you ask it and how you learn to do that and still walking and living in the midst of it all. Yeah. Um, well, let's, um, let's go ahead and talk a couple of scriptures with that context and then we'll, okay. we'll answer that question. So let's go to, uh, go to Psalm 37, okay. uh, verse 23. Um, and we're going to, uh, you know, again, learn learn a few things here as we understand it, then we can set up set up the answer to that question. Great, thank you. Um, Psalms thirty seven twenty three. The steps of a man are established by the Lord when he delights in his way. Okay, so um, again, just take the simplicity of that. Um, mm -hmm. The steps are ordered, mm -hmm. ordained, set forth, purposed by God. 
as you delight in him and as he delights in you. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so let's go back to the simplicity. If he's going to guide your steps, it's literally uh, piece by piece and it's implying a path. And right. uh, I just have to know the next step. Right. So first of all, uh, let's relax a little bit about, I got to know everything before I can start. He's saying, mm -hmm. well, let's just start. Which is so different from everything we want to do. We right. all want to know the end, the end game before we get, before right. we take the first step. Right. Yeah. Uh, he says, so really what you need to know is just the next step. Now, remember, I'm going to tell you where I'm taking you. Mm -hmm. uh, I am going to promise you so that, uh, you know, as uh, we've had, uh, like in my business, uh, we had some uh, tricky situations with uh, attorneys. Uh, uh, I'm dealing in a uh, pharmaceutical industry that's regulated by the government. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, it's very tricky uh, about how they apply uh, rules to your particular operation and we're mm -hmm. buying we're buying a bunch of them called the roll-up um, and each one is unique um, and so we had difficulty as we were uh, working through attorneys that were causing us trouble really mm -hmm. um, and we were we weren't seeing the results and we were actually seeing their and our our, our, our insight became their motive wasn't pure. Mm -hmm. They weren't here to help us. They were here to increase their bill. Interesting hmm. enough, <laughs> what they did was cause trouble so that they would have to do more work to fix the So they'd the have to solve it. That yeah. They, that they created. So, um, well, that's, that's, you know, we noticed it. Like, right. uh oh, something's not right here. Um, and we got a real problem. So uh, our leadership uh, partner, my, uh, Jake Beckel and myself and my daughter, Michelle, who's uh, running the, uh, the operation, we get together uh, and say, Father, we understand, we understand an issue here. Um, would you speak to this? What do you have to say about this? Mm -hmm. uh, and the reason we do that is because we know if we don't hear what he has to say, mm -hmm. we are going to go make our own decisions. Right. And, and we found out through <laughs> experience, uh, they usually don't work out that great. <laughs> <laughs> and so we make a lot of false steps and we get ourselves in deeper trouble or we just go mm -hmm. from one problem to another. And, and I've learned and you've learned and Melinda's learned and, and we've learned well, God's will is best and none better. Why don't we just go seek that? Right. So, okay, what do you got to say about that? Well, uh, so we pray and we hear and we get verses and it says, I will uh, resolve this and lead you to uh, the right people. Okay, we heard that. Mm -hmm. Now, what we didn't do is say, great. Go do that. God, okay. would you just give us, and, and what we would like, and we talked about this, what we would like is say, well, then just give us the guy's name. Right. Just tell us the answer. If you said that, then just tell us mm -hmm. the answer and let's skip all the stuff in between. He says, no, 
I'm going to show you step by step by step. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, you're going to have to network. You got to go, and we'll get into this uh, as we get into uh, Luke uh, 11, the Ask, Seek, and Knock. We'll get into this shortly. But mm-hmm. there's a process of me now having to pursue, okay, what step next? What, mm-hmm. what step next? Uh, so, yes, we heard his answer. I'm going to resolve this. Yes, you're hearing correctly. The, the person mm-hmm. you have isn't the right person. Okay. But it doesn't stop there. Okay, let's, let's go. All right, now, uh, he says, uh, uh, I'll, I'll guide your steps. Go to Proverbs 16, 9. The heart of a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Okay. Uh, so that, uh, and this is in sync with uh, God. So he says, I'm going to resolve this issue. And so we say, okay, our plan is to go find the right person. Mm-hmm. And God says, as you understand that, because there's a, there is an acknowledgement. Okay, mm-hmm. I kind, I kind of see the direction I'm going, and I've got a plan to walk down that direction. Uh, right. Our plan is to go find that person. Yep. But the steps are actually uh, fulfilled by God. Mm. So it's not well, about good. it's not about okay, I got a plan. I'm going to go do my plan, and God, I hope it works out. And God says, no, as you understand, and, and think of the plan as you're on the right path of mm-hmm. this particular thing. So it's like, okay, we got clarity here. Uh, we got to go look for somebody new. Yes, you have a plan. You got to get a plan together. How are you going to go after that? Okay, mm-hmm. but as you do realize that I'm going to direct your steps piece by piece by piece. Why? Well, you're on the right path. Right. Yeah, you're thinking right. You're on the right. You're pursuing the right thing as opposed Mm -hmm. to, well, should we just put up with this guy? Uh, Should we just pay the pay the bill and not worry about it? Mm -hmm. Um, No, God said you're on the right. Your plan is correct. Go find somebody new. And do do you see that you see the difference there? Uh, yeah. of, what, of what the path is and what the plan is right. and that, uh, yeah, you're headed down the right way and you're not saying, well, whatever happens, happens. You, you would right. know, no, now, yeah, go down this path. That's your plan. But even in that, in your plan, um, as I read this verse in, you know, in, in, in your plan, your plan is held loosely. Yes. <laughs> um, because it, it is that, you know, daily surrender and asking God and, and listening to the Holy Spirit and paying attention to the checks in your spirit and paying attention to the different things he puts in your path that may speak and give more clarity for the next step as he's establishing it. And we may be kind of headed the right direction and need a quick course correction. You know, well, uh, if you think of it uh, again, as we define it is the plan isn't my decision on my steps. Right. Okay, so that- It's more the direction, it's, right? I'm, it's, it's I'm headed down the right path. Mm-hmm. And, my, and think of, in a sense, my plan is to stay on that path. Mm. That- Oh, that's um, good. I wanna stay on that path and I'm not gonna get distracted 
And I'm not going to, and, and this is what you're, you were talking about really earlier, is I'm not going to second guess it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, my, my, my plan is to go seek a, you know, find a new attorney. And what we don't say is, well, yeah, maybe not. Maybe we should do something different. Maybe we should just put up with this. Uh, and we second guess. Mm -hmm. And, and we've basically removed even a thought of being on the right path, which is, Mm. which is our plan. You see the direction to go. You see the path to go stay on that path. Mm -hmm. That's my plan. Now the steps, and that's what you said is you got to hold it loosely as I haven't taken that plan and determined what steps I'm Mm -hmm. going to go take to fulfill my plan. Now you've gone to your, your place of will and said, right. and God said, you haven't allowed me to direct your steps. Right. So it's this both and uh, right. kind of process. And now how, so like as a businessman, I would think this is even harder though sometimes because you have the acumen and the knowledge to just, once you have a certain idea to know this is what every leadership book has told me to do. And this is what every you know, piece of knowledge I have on the business and previous experience would tell me to do. How do you keep yourself from stepping into that? Yeah. How do you navigate that? I would think that's a really fine line, a hard line to, to walk sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Because it's, um, uh, it's even, even if I said, okay, I understand that we're going to go hire somebody new. I could say, okay, great. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll take it from here. And again, this goes back to what we said in, in the beginning of uh, the end of Hebrews 10. I'm back to walking by sight. Mm-hmm. And that is, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to select three options, evaluate those three options, decide which one is best. Um, I will select a new attorney. Mm-hmm. I've determined my own steps. Right. Uh, because I, I, I believe that's the right answer. I'm going to go take my plan all the way through to my decisions mm-hmm. about it. Uh, and what God keeps saying to us is, let me take you step by step to reveal to you my choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we look at it differently, and that's this. And, I, and I've learned that. I had to learn this because it's hard. It is hard. Okay, we're going to go select somebody new. And God says, now, Rich, understand some, something very simple. I know today who that person is. Mm. Oh, so, <laughs> so you already know. I already know. I mm-hmm. already know the right person based upon what we now understand. Okay. If that's so, and I said, I, I understand that and I, I embrace that. My role is to then discover his answer to where I get it confirmed in mm-hmm. my spirit by faith, not by what I've determined on my own, which right. means, goes back to what we talked about last week, I'm open to the truth. Mm-hmm. Is this person the right person? Um, here's an opportunity. I'm going to pursue it asking God revealed to me is this the right step is this the right mm-hmm. person and then if the answer is no or hey by the way um this person's going to lead you to the real person 
and, and, and see my perspective on it is why do I care mm-hmm. about me selecting something when he's going to reveal it to me? I just need to right. discover it, you know, step by step by step. So I take it to what's the truth? Is it confirmed in my spirit? Do I have unity? We'll talk about that. And I know that I know that I know that that, that step is the one ultimately leading me to the answer. And by the way, I'm going to enjoy the step. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you go to uh, Deuteronomy 7, 21 to 23, it kind of reinforces this. You shall not be in dread of them for the Lord, your God is in your midst, a great and awesome God. The Lord, your God will clear away these nations before you little by little. You may not make an end of them at once, lest the wild beasts grow too numerous for you. But the Lord, your God will give them over to you and throw them into great confusion until they are destroyed. Yeah. So uh, what does that say God's going to do? He's going to clear the way. Yeah. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to make this happen. <laughs> uh, so uh, he says, as you look at step by step, our tendency is to always say, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Mm-hmm. He says, as you take these steps, I'm going to make the crooked places straight. I'm going mm-hmm. to overcome the obstacles. I'm going to reveal to you the truth about these things because I'm at work. Mm-hmm. And it's really my path of what I'm doing for you. And you just got to be on the right path. What? Step by step by step. Why? Because mm-hmm. there's going to be all these forks in the road. Right. Uh, and your tendency would be to go right. And I'm going to say, no, you need to go left. Um, wait for me to confirm. Wait for me to confirm. Wait for me to confirm. You know, step by step by step. Uh, and let me guide you and, and lead you into that. Um, and so as we look at that, okay, I, I've heard the, I heard the path. I have a plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be guided step by step. Um, uh, and, uh, how do I process that so that I don't get paralyzed and I enjoy, right. enjoy the walk? Okay. Let's go to Luke 11, uh, verses five through 13. Somebody uh, go ahead and read that. And somebody, <laughs> Hey, how about you, Kathy? <laughs> okay. Sounds good. I'll that's, do what it. I, that's what I say in our, in our retreat. Say hey, somebody read that. Uh, kind of got, I was in a retreat mode. Uh, uh, go ahead and read 11, uh, five through 13. Okay. And he said to them, which of you has, a, who has a friend will go to him at midnight and say to him, friend, lend me three loaves for a friend of mine has arrived on a journey and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within. Do not bother me. The door is now shut and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you though, he will not get up and give him anything because he is a friend yet because of his impudence, he will rise and give him whatever he needs. And I tell you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find knock and it will be open to you for everyone who asks receives. For the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks, it will be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Yeah. So um, remember, this is in the context of uh, will teach us to pray. And, and Jesus says, uh, well, uh, you pray to the Father. Uh, by the way, he's your dad. He cares about mm-hmm. you, loves you. Uh, 
and he has a wonderful uh, commitment to you to bring you the covenant. Uh, ask for that kingdom to come, for me to mm -hmm. live in the kingdom where the power is and where the might is, and for thy will to be done. So you mm -hmm. said you're asking for my will. Uh, and then he goes into the story and says uh, the situation where you go to a friend and, hey, I, I come, come to you at midnight, I need something. And he says, I can't get up and give it to you, I'm already in bed. And the guy keeps knocking. Yeah, but help me, help me, mm -hmm. help me. And the guy says, okay, I'm not going to give you this because you're my friend or because you're my child or because you're part of the kingdom. But I'm going to give it to you because of your persistence. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll give up and, get, and give it to you. Uh, and now remember, he just said, what do you ask for? His will. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't mean if you just knock on God's door long enough, hard enough, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want, he'll say, okay, because you're so persistent, I'll just give you what you want. Well, no, mm -hmm. because he's, he's shown us you got to surrender your will to mine. You got to follow me. You got to come mm -hmm. to the throne room. Uh, you're going to ask for my will. So when you look at that story, and your persistence would be to seek what? To seek his will. His will. And you yeah. stay with it until what? You get his until will. Until you hear it, yeah. Um, and see, and we talked about it, that it's not generic. It's specific. Mm-hmm. So you persist, and you even said it, you don't quit too early. Mm-hmm. You don't give up too early. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, I remember uh, when I was in uh, college, I took a chemistry course, um, and then I wound up in healthcare where we actually use this technology, but it's called titration. Mm -hmm. uh, titration is where you have a substance, it's clear, uh, and uh, it's, you know, it's serum or it's something else that you've taken from the body. Mm -hmm. um, and you got to find out what's in there. Uh, and titration is you take uh, a dropper. Of course, it's, it's auto. You, there's machines that automate this, but right. uh, you take a dropper and you have a you have a, a uh, chemical in that dropper, and you put a drop in. Mm -hmm. Does it change the color? Nope. Another drop. Nope. Another drop. Nope. Another drop. Nope. You know, twenty drops later it turns from clear to blue. Mm -hmm. And now what you do is you count the drops. So that 20 drops means the answer is this. If it was 25 drops, it means something different. Oh, interesting. Um, and so what happens, uh, and, we, and we say, is that as we're pursuing God's will, we tend to be a drop short. Hmm. <laughs> uh, and what I say is that you looked, you looked, you looked, you looked, nothing, 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 nothing. I guess I got to go mm. figure this out myself. And God says, if you would have taken one more drop, mm. it would have gone to blue. Right. You stop, right. you stop too short. And that's what persistence is about. I'm never going to stop. Until what? I know God's will. Right. 
That's a great example. It's a good visual yeah. to capture that. Yeah, it yeah. really is. Um, and so uh, don't be a drop too short. Mm -hmm. Just because you haven't received it yet, don't say, well, I guess, I guess I can't do it. God says, no, persist and stay with me until what? I get, I get the answer. Mm -hmm. And you'll know that you know that you know that I've given you a specific uh, statement of what this is and what the next step is. Uh, okay, so then he says, uh, well, let me, let me rephrase it for you. He says, ask, seek, and knock. Mm -hmm. And he, by the way, he says it twice. So that when Jesus says anything twice, it's like, yeah, it's kind of important, you know, really get this. Um, ask, again, what are you asking for? His will. His will. That's always. Mm -hmm. So whenever you're praying, looking at something, trying to decide something, uh, what, what I say to people is make sure you back up a step. Because mm -hmm. our tendency is, God, I got a problem. Would you do it this way? Would you fix it this way? Right. Would you handle it this way? Here's what I'm telling you what to do. And God says, well, you got to back up a step. And you always start with, what's your will? Mm -hmm. What do you have to say about this? So as we're talking about this example of the attorney, uh, it's, uh, well, God, we got an issue. We know, we kind of understand the issue. What do you have to say about that? As opposed mm -hmm. to, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna terminate this guy. The next guy, I, I'm gonna go just find another guy, hire that guy. Let's see how that guy works. And God says, "We well, haven't asked me my will at all." Mm -hmm. uh, if you're gonna go in an ask, seek, and knock mode, you gotta ask for my will. Uh, and so uh, we're at the end of our time now. But if we, as we continue this and, and come back tomorrow, uh, which would be Tuesday, and prick this up. Because uh, we got to get into the meat of it, which is the seeking and knocking piece of it. Mm, good, um, okay. And it always starts with, do you have a heart to ask? And uh, again, think how beautiful this is. Ask me and I'll tell you. Mm -hmm. I know the answer already. Seek it. And I'm asking you, daughter, and I'm asking you, son, persist mm -hmm. until you do. And he said, by the way, and this is, we'll get into this, the joy of living with me right. is that whole process. Mm. And, I, and he says, I delight and joy and joy you, which is, by the way, why I keep it step by step by step. If I just told you the answers, you'd go off and, on your own mm -hmm. and you'd leave me. <laughs> I, don't want, right. I don't want you to leave. Right. And there's great joy in this adventure of Ask, Seek, and Knock. So we'll, we'll pick this up next time. and That's great. Uh, go to All it. Right. So uh, it'll be fun. Thanks to, for fun sharing so much, Rich. This is a great This is a great topic, and I think one that everybody's very interested in. Very so interesting. If you yeah. have found today encouraging, for sure, be a friend and tell a friend and share the podcast. We're excited to see the audience growing and happy to um, just work through your questions with you. Yeah, we look forward to it. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.